Episode 6, The Grind. Let me start you out with this quote I found on Instagram. Kobe Bryant had an insane work ethic. According to a Team USA trainer, Kobe Bryant once held a workout from 4.15 to 11 a.m., refusing to leave the gym until he made 800 shots. Now, I've never really spoken about this, but today I wanted to discuss and walk you through what is better known as the grind. The grind is what you need to reach the pro level. Now, I'm going to start the grind off by giving you a story. So, the story went like this. I went back to France to go play semi-professional ball at 22, 23 years old with a goal or an objective in six months to sign a pro contract with the Ligue 1 or Ligue 2 team. Okay. Now, the day I arrived in France, we went to a club. We were shown around the facility and we were told to get ready for training. It was me and another American player. Okay. We did our warm-up. We then, shortly after the warm-up, did an 11v11 scrimmage. They walked us through where they wanted us to play, how they wanted us to play, so on and so forth. Right? Okay. This was a Division 4 team. Now, we jump into this 11v11 inter-squad scrimmage. We had enough players. Now, in that game, my first touch of the ball, of me receiving the ball, ended with me terribly hurt on the floor. I was in so much pain, I thought my leg was broken. Basically, what happened was, when I received the ball, I turned, and then my direct opponent, the opposite midfielder, came flying in, both studs up. I couldn't tell you if he was trying to play the ball or not. But he completely obliterated, obliterated, my right shin guard shattered. I honestly thought my leg was broken. And in fact, if it wasn't for my shin guard, which was now shattered, it probably would have been. And I was in excruciating pain. I was rolling around on the ground for a good two minutes or so. Before I get up, clearly frustrated and upset, and I go up to this guy and I'm like, dude, What the hell is your problem? And you know what he said to me? He said, Bienvenue en France. Which if you don't know what that means, it's welcome to France. And I didn't realize this until way later. So not that day, not until way after I left France and came back home. But all those players that I was with had the same dream as me to become a full-time pro. We were all on the pro journey. Now, before moving forward about the grind, you need to understand one thing about the pro journey process. The reality is, 99% of players are not going to graduate from, say, academy football and go straight into a top professional team or go from academy football into a first team so go from example Manchester City's academy to the first team like Phil Foden or Marcus Rashford from Manchester United or Wayne Rooney from Everton right just as an example 
What you're going to go into is what I like to call the grind. You're not going to be promoted from the academy into a pro team. This is where the grind comes into play. And this, the grind, is one of the most difficult realities about becoming a future pro. And it can be absolutely brutal and grueling. In all honesty, only the mentally strongest survive. Only the mentally strongest survive. Because you have to work your way up after graduating from academy football. If you don't know what academy football is, this is youth or grassroots. So this is from U6 to U18, for example. Okay? And 1% are going to go from academy football to the highest level of pro. 1%. So that means if you're not in that 1%, you're going into the grind. You're now going to have to go play like I did, semi-pro or amateur football, and grind your way up to the next level. And grind your way up to the next level. And what else I realized that day, or what I should have realized that day was, no player there at that time, at least, was worth millions of dollars. Right? Everybody playing at the level I was, was worth very little. Right? Some people worth nothing if they're not being paid because it's semi-pro. Some are paid, some aren't paid. So what that means is everybody's fighting for a spot, for a shot to become a professional in this grind. And for 99% of us, you're going to be in that grind. You're not going to graduate from academy football and go play pro straight away at the highest level, in the Champions League, at the Premier League. At La Liga. It's not going to happen. For 99% of us, for you, it's going to be the grind. You're going to have to go over. You're going to be released. And you're going to have to work your way up in the grind to go become a full-time pro. A great example of this is Jamie Vardy, who is at Fleetwood Town. If I remember, if I remember correctly, that was a non-league club. And he worked his way up. He went through the grind to make it. Another's in Golo Kante. Started lower level, worked his way up. Right? It's the grind. It's, it's getting through this process. And that's why I say only the mentally strongest survive. To make it outside of academy football. If you get released. Or if you just didn't make the first team. You got to grind your way back up. There are very few exceptions of players that go on and be global superstars at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Names like Mbappe, Rashford, Rooney, Ronaldo, Messi. Right? I just gave you five players that were essentially global superstars at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Everybody else outside of that, like the two examples I gave you, had to grind their way up through the system. Now, let me take you back to my story because I think you might connect a little bit better with me on this. So after that, right after I got obliterated, my thank God my leg wasn't broken. I had to take about a two-day rest 
um, <laughs> mentally and physically from that standpoint. And um, let me walk you through what I went through during my time as an adult in France. Okay, so we arrive, me and another American player, and the first couple days we had to stay in essentially like a hotel area. Actually, it wasn't really a hotel. What it really was was a dorm. It was a dorm room for a school. I'm just calling it a hotel trying to make myself feel better. But really, it was a, it was a dorm. So we stayed there, I want to say, for about two weeks. Me and him, and there was a couple other players. And this is a school dorm. They had a cafeteria. We had to go walk down from the dorm to the cafeteria to eat every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right? And this is probably an elementary, middle school dorm facility. From there, about two weeks after, oh, I can't forget. We had no TV. We had no Wi-Fi. We had no PlayStation. We had nothing. We had two beds, a community shower, and uh, that was it, and a bathroom in the community. And then we had our cafeteria. That was it, okay? Now, we go to step two. About two weeks after that, me and the other American player had to go sleep inside the club storage facility for a week. They took us to the club. We had to sleep inside the club storage facility. But hey, at least we had air conditioning and Wi-Fi. That's what I was thinking at the time. We slept on the floor. We didn't exactly know when we were going to be able to eat. We were going through the grind. Sleeping in the club storage facility. But hey, we had Wi-Fi. But at least we had a place to sleep. About a week after that, they move us into a home. It's about a 30-minute walk from the club training ground. And our home had the bare necessities. Literally the bare necessities. Let me walk you through this. We arrive. We have a one-story home, which we spent the next three months or so, four months, five months, whatever it was. I can't remember the top of my head, but something like three to five months with a futon, a table, two chairs from a furniture standpoint. That's it. Mind you, there was a living room, a kitchen, a bedroom, and a bathroom. We had a futon, a table, and two chairs. Oh yeah, no Wi-Fi. No TV. No nothing. One more time. A futon, a table, and two chairs. Fortunately, we had two plates, two cups, two bowls, two forks, two knives, and two spoons. There was no bed, no TV, no Wi-Fi, no couch. So me and this other player had to sleep on a futon for an extended period of time every single day. This, my friends, is the grind. We managed. We got through this process. We learned to cope coming from a society that had everything, right? In the United States, we have everything. So imagine Kyle just graduated college with everything. And I'm going to Europe 
with nothing. I had never been in a situation like that before. Ever. But you know what? I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the grind. I got to live life for an extended period of time trying to become a pro, a full-time pro, with nothing. And that, that is known as the grind. Now, after about five and a half, six months, my journey, my pro journey ended. I am somebody that's always been hurt. In fact, the last time I was six months without a single injury was when I was 17 years old. So I'm 23. And if you listen to my playing journey, you would have heard how I went through many different injuries consistently and consecutively where I was able, I was never really able to recover and work my way back into full fitness ever. I would build my way back up, get hurt a month or two later. Build my way back up for about a month or two, get hurt again. And be out for a consistent period of time. And this happened to me twice in France. And so I got to a point where I felt like my time on the grind was up. I was tired. I was physically worn out. My body was in constant pain from injuries. Even to this day, today, right now, I still have pain. But what I want you to understand is everybody has pain. Learn from my mistakes. If you mentally feel like you're physically worn out, if you can't do it anymore, you're not going to do it. So when I got to that point, I had to step back and I had to come home. And it wasn't because I didn't enjoy the process that I was going through. It was, it was shocking. It was a shock to my system for sure. But I learned how to manage and survive. Hell, many of you don't know this, but I was a full-blown vegetarian, a complete vegetarian my entire life. I was raised that way. Raised as a vegetarian. And for the first month or so, I tried in France to stay as a vegetarian. But it proved too difficult, and here's why. In France, at least at the time, they did not have the same amount of vegetarian or vegan options we have here. The only option they had was tofu at a grocery store. And I wasn't just going to eat tofu the rest of my life, or at least the time that I'm in France. So I had to go and eat and go out of my comfort zone and eat things like chicken and steak, beef, all of it. And that was another shock to my system because I had to slowly build that one up. That was part of the grind. So imagine that. Going through the grind and having to change your entire life just like that. If you truly want to become a pro, you have to love the grind. And that's why... I love seeing quotes about, for example, Kobe Bryant, who I'm going to read you this quote again. Kobe Bryant had an insane work ethic. 
According to a Team USA trainer, Kobe once held a workout from 4.15 to 11 a.m., refusing to leave the gym until he made 800 shots. That, again, is better known as the grind. I hope that if you're a player and you're listening to this podcast or this episode in particular, you really understand and try to think about and ment- I want you to mentally visualize this, what I'm talking about, what I just walked you through. That is the grind. If you're a parent, right? I went to a first world country, France, and I still had to live for six months or so without what we consider necessities, a TV, a Wi-Fi, a bed. For example, a couch. Make sure your children, your your players understand this. What we have in this country is luxury. I'm going to tell you a secret. The world's best players at the highest level, so the Messis, the Ronaldos, the Neymars, all come from low income. They come from when they don't have much. Just like my example of a single futon, a table, and two chairs. I remember reading a story on Marcelo, who plays for Real Madrid. He used to travel two hours as a young player just to get to practice on a bus. Just to escape the realities at home. So, if you're going to be like the 99% of players that have to go through the grind, you have to love it. You have to love the grind to become an elite football player, to become a pro. I want you to go ask, and I'm going to try and bring him on air, a guy named Sanjay Karim. He's somebody that, just like this story, went through the grind And got an opportunity to become a pro. And he's still grinding to reach the next level of pro. He plays pro football in Bangladesh. And is trying to work his way up to the next step. The next step. And the next step. Again, if you truly want to be a pro at the highest level. You have to love the grind. I hope this episode brought a lot of insight and really helps you reflect and think about what it truly takes to become a professional player at the highest level. I will see you and I look forward to sharing more insight into the pro journey. I'll see you in the next episode.